0: Hello, everybody. or as he used to say, hello, everybody. Hello. (laughs) We have Gregory Manorino with us today, and we're very, very fortunate. This is some smart guy. He really knows the market players inside, outside, upside down. We write an article. He writes an article for the Trends Journal uh, weekly, and we very much appreciate the insights and knowledge that he has as a real man playing the real game out there. So, uh, Gregory, thank you so much for being on today. And uh, I know there's not much going on in the world. Happy days are here again. Everything is so nice and quiet. The Mm -hmm. markets are just perfect. It's just, you know, one nice day after another. And uh, everything's just fine. But I want to mention that you wrote an article for the Trends Journal that really has to do with a lot of what's going on. Expect a new debt expansion cycle to begin.
1: Oh, the old one wasn't big enough. Exactly. That's crazy. Anyway, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Love you. Love your show. You're an incredible person, seriously. Um, And and, and what's so important, Gerald, is, you know, we're making a difference. I really believe that. People who follow our work, you and I. We're, we're finally, I think, getting through because people are starting to see all the things that you and I have been talking about for so long. It's happening. It's unfolding. People are becoming aware of it. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's just fantastic. As a matter of fact, go right off of that, Fed President Bullard today, I don't know if you caught this one, he said the economy and the financial system is just great. Everyone's doing fine right now. It's perfect. Just like you said, why don't we just go have a party? You know, forget everything else. Yeah. But absolutely, yes. Uh, no, with regard to the debt. Look, the system just—that's the way it's—it's it's, uh, meant to function. Um, it's debt-based. It can't stop. It must find reasons. Uh, reasons must be created out of nothing to continue to fund this uh, system with more debt. Whether that's wars, expanding wars, disease processes, face diapers, whatever they want to throw at us, uh, and, and fear. They need to raise the specter of fear, and they're going to raise it even higher right now. They got—they got to they make people full of anxiety. They they got to deceive them, distract them. And it's working perfectly. I mean, yeah, from that perspective, everything is great. But I believe there's, look, a couple of things can happen here. We're seeing a phenomenon occur, and I want people to be aware of it. That is this phenomenon of global bonds selling off. The the bond market is the driver of the global equity markets. The, The debt market is responsible for the functioning of the global economy. And we have big problems. And it's not just Greg Manorino saying it anymore. Uh, I've been talking about this for over a decade. Uh, you've got the IMF. you got the World Bank. you got Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen Stain, I call her here. She now changed her tune two weeks ago. Everything was fine. Now, all of a sudden, it's not so good here. Goldman Sachs warning major institutions, billionaire investors are saying, they've got a problem here. This uh, this debt market sell-off that we're seeing here is forcing uh, central banks to increase their reverse repo programs that is passing cash back and forth between institutions overnight, trillions of dollars. They're trying to fake liquidity in the market, uh, trying to trick the market to thinking that's more liquid than it is. And what we have here is uh, an illiquid system, an insolvent system that only runs off of debt. And they're going to find yet another reason to continue to inflate. They can't stop. I mean, you get this. this farce that's being thrown at people right now, Gerald. It's unbelievable. You got, okay, uh, the problem with inflation is rates are too low. Uh, how about no? The issue is not that. The issue is that the money supply is vastly growing with no end in sight. It's a money supply issue, not a rate problem. Uh, the, the issue of central banks here, none more so than the Federal Reserve, raising rates is to destroy demand. It's demand destruction, what it's all about. It's taking the people down with it. They've been doing this for months, Gerald, Federal Reserve and other central banks. It's been completely ineffective. I came out on my blog and I probably wrote on, on in the Trans Journal how it would not work from day one. It's not meant to control inflation. What central banks need to do if they were serious, but they're not is contract the money supply. And what would they? how would they contract the money supply? Here, here in the United States, the, the, the res, capital reserve requirement for the banks is zero. <laughs> zero. Okay. If the Federal Reserve were to go to the major institutions and say, okay, you guys need to increase your capital reserve requirements, we could kill inflation like this in the blink of an eye. But no. See, central banks are going to continue to inflate. They're going to continue to increase the money supply. And then you're going to have puppets like Bidenstein, uh, you know, find other reasons to throw billions of dollars at this and hundreds of billions of dollars over here to continue to inflate the money supply. Uh, continue to inflate because that's what central banks are going to do. They want to inflate. Central banks' power resides in one thing and one only—that is their ability to inflate. The moment we, if we can pull, take away that power. As a matter of fact. If we could prevent the Federal Reserve, who to me is public enemy number one, from from issuing one single dollar of debt, just one more extra dollar, they implode. Federal Reserve goes away. That's why they got the puppet governments working for them. Okay, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to fund this. We got to fund that. Um, it can't stop. Hence why all these stopgap measures. We can't have a budget. Because if we had a budget, well, that would put constraints on this. No, it has to be unlimited spending and it has to increase. That's the issue here. The debt-based economic model can never stop. Not only, it can't remain static. It has to increase exponentially. And that's why I believe we're going to see expanding wars, some other false flag, crisis after crisis after crisis, some other thing that's going to force people to back yet another, you know, who knows how many trillions of dollars in spending. And it's destroying the people. We're watching the middle class become extinct not just here in the United States, but around the world.
0: Well, you know, I call it uh, plantation workers of slave land, dear. That's all we yeah. become. And when you look, you're talking about all the cheap money, you go back, you know, the, the let's go back to December 2018, not ancient history. The markets were having their rarest, worst December crash. It was, it was going down really big and really hard. The phony mm-hmm. bubble was finally bursting. Mm -hmm. Trump pushed the Fed head, Powell, to lower interest rates. And he did.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So now let's go. So they lower interest rates. Now we're going into 2019. And you were talking about it before. September 2019. Whoever heard of a repo market? The average American? (laughs) And they were dumping between September 2019 to January 2020, the year of the rat, the Chinese Lunar New Year, when they began the COVID war, the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve pumped in $7 trillion mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the repo markets. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing was collapsing long, long, long before this. Yep. And That's then cool. the market should have been totally destroyed when they launched the COVID war. The businesses that they've put out of business, Yep. destroyed or uh, you know one country after another it's, it's global the yep. death and destruction that has been caused the lives and livelihoods has hurt billions of people so what did they do as you said it has nothing to do yeah interest rates helped in, increase inflation because the big merger and acquisition activity was the highest in 2021 and they artificially pumped in all these trillions of dollars To artificially prop up equities in the economy during the COVID war, the economy should the equity markets should have collapsed in March of 2020 as they were, and should have kept on
1: going. It's a farce in front of everyone's eyes. Everybody knows that's true. As a matter of fact, you know, look, um, I took a lot of heat for this, but when when COVID, I thought about it. I said, what are they going to do? Okay, the global equity markets should have melted down. Melted I down. said, no. I said, you know what they're going to do? They're going to pump it. I told people, people can go look at my old videos. I said, get long COVID. Get long the market. Um, yeah, it played out pretty good. But this whole thing, to me, and I've said this a million times, people get it, is uh, it's it's a house of cards built on a pool of gasoline. It's a matter of time before this thing just goes up here. And central banks have been pretty crafty here pumping this uh, along with puppet puppet governments here to just try to keep this whole thing propped up, but it's leading to a climax. The climax here is going to be an implosion here in the debt market that's going to wipe out the financial system, and they're going to issue in a new one, in my view here. I believe we are on the cusp right now, today, on the cusp of a meltdown in the global debt market where we will see rates have been rising now for weeks, okay? Okay. With uh, we had the Bank of England step in, if you recall, here with their quantitative easing, and then they doubled it, then they stopped it, but then they increased their one of their repo facilities, you know, to fake liquidity. Okay, lovely, but the fact of the matter is, if central banks don't take action and try to stabilize the debt market and the currency market. So the real issue is the currencies are in free fall. So with this issue of expanding currencies and you know, throwing cash at whatever they got to do and trillions of dollars here, trillions of dollars there, this vast inflating of the global money supply is really the, the root cause here of, of what we're seeing with regard to inflation. And central banks have no intention to stop it. They, if they did it, what would they do? They would contract the money supply. So what they're doing is they sound selling the lie. It's a rate problem. It's a rate problem, which is not. So um, we can expect a lot more things like this. Now, I believe people need to hunker down right now. Right now, they need to hunker down. here. You know, if this doesn't stop, if we continue to see an uncontrolled sell-off here in the global debt market, and you can see this very simply uh, by, by watching global bond yields, this phenomenon of the dollar is a big tell. You're seeing the relative strength, the relative strength, not absolute strength of the dollar continue to rise here because the the dollar still remains the prettiest bell at the ball. We're in a currency global free fall as central banks continue to destroy their currency. They're in a race to the bottom and they're not going to stop. They got the world by the throat, Gerald. You know that. They got us by the throat and they're not going to stop. They're determined, in my view, to bring us back into a feudal system here, wipe out an entire class of people and create as much pandemonium as they possibly can. A meltdown in the the global debt market would give them every excuse to issue in a new financial system. The current system is dying, and we can see that, how it's being reflected here. I call it the moment of maximum saturation, where global debt starts to surge out of control, which we're seeing right now. Bond yields starting to spike, which we're seeing right now. And this is still controlled. An uncontrolled sell-off in in the debt market is easy to to follow. You watch the 10-year yield, which is the benchmark. And I'm talking about... 20, 30, 40 basis point jumps in a day in a succession. If we see that, we know this whole thing is literally about to come down. I don't like the point that You know, no one can pinpoint when this is going to happen. But we have clues. Debt market, dollar, the Manarino market risk indicator, the MMRI, free to everybody right on my website. People should take advantage of these things. I want people to understand where we're going here. This is not just a financial problem, a locking up of, of the financial system in the event we get a full on meltdown of the debt market, which I think is highly likely it's going to happen it's just a matter of when. OK, we start seeing. ten-year. Yes. So what would you suggest people invest in? Well, look, I mean, number one, this goes beyond. The, the the financial wealth of anyone here because um, a locking up of the system I mean cash isn't going to be any good here we're talking about a freezing up of the credit markets uh into business lending stops banks don't lend cash ATMs stop working no no stop working no cash available from the banks so I mean from a financial standpoint it's, it's very simple you need to I mean my my view is a meltdown in the debt market cash leaves the debt market puts a lot of pressure on the stock market. It doesn't grow money wings and fly away to heaven money. It's just going to go into commodities. That's how I feel. So people need to at least have, I mean, you know, the most undivided asset in the world, in my view, is physical silver. I got it all over my desk. Uh, Gold, platinum, palladium, too. But it's beyond that. This is going to come down to a resource problem, but the financial system locks up. It's going to be pandemonium in the street. Stores will be cleaned out. you got to have ways to maintain yourself for several months. Uh, you know, be prepared for this on non-perishables. People need to have some cash on hand in the event of a uh, a credit freeze, a locking up of the financial system, which will occur. Once we implode the debt market, once they implode the debt market, you know, look, people can't transact. They won't be able to get anything. They go to the stores. I mean, they'll probably be looted, but people need to have some cash on hand. Some. Uh, I, I think being in cash is the worst place to possibly be in this environment of currency freefall, surging inflation, uh, real wages, we just found this out today, have now fallen for 18 consecutive months, and there's no end in sight here. Uh, we heard from Fed President Kashkari, I call him Lex Luthor, because he looks like Lex Luthor you know to I me. Mean. He's explaining, oh, the feds, you know, we're, we're so serious, we're going to keep raising rates, people. Oh, keep doing that. It ain't working, okay? Hasn't done a damn thing. Inflation keeps surging out of control because it's not meant to, to work. But yeah, people need to be, uh, you know, I think what people need to invest in, invest in each other, okay? We are each other's greatest resource. That's the truth. Okay. Start making alliances. Forget about this divide and conquer mechanism that they pull off here. You got to hate these people because their skin color is this way. You got to hate these people because they believe in this faith. You got to hate these people because they're whatever they might be. No, the divide and conquer mechanism is is their power. We got to develop friendships, alliances, get together with people that are like minded here, uh, uh, community groups here. And I think it's imminent. If they don't do something, central banks immediately. To stabilize the debt market and stabilize the currency, this is all going to get very real, very fast.
0: On the on the um, on the currency end, the dollar is strong, and I believe it's going to stay strong only because the other ones are all so weak.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's a fake strong dollar
1: yeah, on and- a relative basis, because in absolute terms, the dollar is dissolving. Hence, yeah, I know. we're it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just but saying.
0: Yeah but you know the dollar is strong because the other ones are taking such a beating yeah. and um you know, when you're looking at the what the euros had i think what the yen just hit a 34 year low um I'm laughing you know, but it's it's the just crazy. indian rupee had hit an all time low one after another mm-hmm. uh Sterling, sterling uh, after that trusted that stupid thing the yeah. sterling hit an all time low worse than world war 1 worse than world war 2 you know, this is serious. It's so you know, serious. what about being that, you know, the bond yields are going
1: up? How about investing in bonds? Well, you know, there's a lot of people talking about that. Absolutely. I mean, sure. I mean, that is a way to at least try uh, to uh, save some purchasing power. Sure, you could do that. But which bonds would you recommend? Uh, I don't invest in bonds, honestly. But and I, I'm not. I would not consider myself. Nor would I even want to try to uh, delve into into the bond market. I'm more of like an equity guy, and I really focus on on that. With regard to equities, I think I've been telling people to hedge their portfolios or get out of the market. The the mmri is almost 300. When I put that out, it was in the 80s. Uh, at 300, we hit extreme risk, and that you know, look, is it's definitely affecting. Um the markets seeing what, what the MMRI has been so accurate and it's free to everyone. Like I said, a little thing I came up with, it's a very simple equation, but yeah, look, sure. People can, can look into, uh, you know, what's safe. You know, I don't look, I hate the debt market. I know that there's money possibly to be made in owning debt. I, I don't, I don't want to touch it. I mean, I don't even, the dollar is a unit of debt and I don't want to hold those either. Um you know, so with regard to the bonds, yeah, sure. You could put together a bond, a bond portfolio. I wouldn't know which ones, which would be the best to invest in at this time. Cause it's not what I do. But, um, I, I don't know. I just, I'm looking at the bigger picture. I'm always a big picture guy. And I really, really, really don't like what I'm seeing right now. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for a false flag, Gerald. I'm waiting for something well, to occur.
0: Well, I'll tell you the false flag, you know, you'll have something like the Russians have hacked our banking system. I'm sorry you can't get your money out. We'll, do, one. Everything we, we'll do everything we can to get it back for you.
1: That's, That's amazing. I mean that.
0: You know, I tell the story of what happened on 9-11. Back in the day when USA Today was a big newspaper, I loved that paper. They used to do a great synopsis of news back in the, back in the 90s and late 80s. And they used to run my top trends every year. Oh uh-huh. yeah. So we could oh yeah. So we came out with our top we come out with the top trends for the new year in December. And in December 2000 the headline in in USA Today read 2001 won't be our year, Trendseer says. And I warned that a wave of anti-Americanism was sweeping the globe and Americans wouldn't be safe at home or abroad. Hmm. So when 9/11 happened, people forget the murder of Bill Clinton. You know, every time he got caught with his pants down, bombs away over Baghdad, the Yugoslav War, what they did to the Palestinians, on and on and on. Anyway, so I'm watching 9-11. I'm watching it on CNBC. And this guy said, we just heard that a plane crashed at the the World Trade Center. Let's not get excited about this. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful, clear day. And I used to do a lot of hot air ballooning back in the day. And I'm saying to myself, a plane doesn't crash into the World Trade Center by mistake. And they but that they had the person down there. And then that that shot comes, right? The first thing I did was I called my girlfriend at the time up, Marie Pierre. Uh, she's Parisian. She lived near me up in Rhinebeck. And her brother Francois, by the way, was the left shoulder of Jacques Chirac and Mitterrand, the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And my close combat teacher, John Perkins used to go to Palace Elysee work out with these guys. I call Marie-Pierre up. I'm thinking if these planes are going down the Hudson River and they hit Indian Point nuclear power plant, which I know exactly where it is, it's about 35 miles north of the city, I said, it's going to be chaos like you've never seen.
1: Wow. So I had
0: my guns, gold, and a getaway plan. I said, mm-hmm. Marie-Pierre, go to the bank and get your money out of the bank. Hmm. As everybody's freaking out, this is what I'm doing. I call up, I had CDs in those days, you used to get interest rate on your. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: and I call them up and I said, Listen, sell out my CDs. And I sent them, send them to my bank in Rhinebeck. I'm sorry, Mr. Salenti, certificates of deposit are traded on Wall Street and you can't get your money. Hmm. Again, wow. I had my guns That's cold on. in a getaway plan. I was going to go up to Canada. It's about four and a half hours from me over here. And, and I was in, I had maps, the back roads, because I figured they'd take, they'd close off the, you know, i sneak over the board. I figured from Canada at those days, I could go anywhere. So I'm as everybody, this is, I'm making the point. What you're saying is that a false flag event, you won't get your money. They'll That's lock awesome. it up and they're going digital. They're going to go digital. So they know every penny we spent, where we spent it, what we spent it on. So these low-life pieces of scum crap that never work a day in their life, that only suck off the public tit called politicians, could keep getting the money that they want and for never having to work a day in their life. So with getting all our tax money, they could keep doing that. And by the way, when all these little low-life pieces of scum, like Gavin Newsom and Witless Widmere and little daddy's boy, Andy Cuomo, one after uh, another closed down every place. None of these politicians took tac- took uh, wage
1: cuts. No, Of course not. No, well, They well,
0: closed down businesses, but they keep making money. So going back to your point, they I believe there's going to be a false flag event and they're going to be locking down our money.
1: It sounds very real to me, Gerald. I, it, it really does. It's um, amazing that you brought that up. Yeah. People, it's it's a frightening prospect. What do you do? And why would yeah. you keep your money in the bank anyway? They're no, not you're giving not. you anything for it. You're, you gotta be nuts. I tell you, no, that's the last place. They're you not giving be. you a
0: penny. They're making money on your money. Why keep it there? What do you got? Why are you giving them your money for them to make money on when you're not making any money on it? And they'll lock it down like that.
1: What a scheme, right? What a scheme. It's true. It's, it's, it's the whole thing. It's, it's it's very it's it's so convoluted. It's hard for people to understand. It's frightening from a lot of perspectives. Absolutely, but the bigger picture to me is like like I said, it's this uh, this financial meltdown that's going to oh, yeah. occur with the debt market implosion. And I think they've been setting this up for years, years. It's a yeah. matter of time before well, this you know, whole thing.
0: The only thing that I w- would would suggest is they don't have an exit plan. They no, in other words, they set it up. But they just keep going with it and keep scheming it as it moves forward. It's not like we're going to do this and then over here we're going to do that. Look what just happened to show you the freaks in charge. They gave that arrogant, stupid, moronic loser, Ben Bernanke, I know. a Nobel Prize for, for, um, uh, in, in economics. Yep. And we had written in the Trends Journal,
1: going back, how... He said that there would be no real estate bust. No. He, yeah. And it was contained. Oh, and gold isn't money either. Uh, it's unbelievable. The guy got the Nobel Prize for destroying the economy. Are you kidding? Ca- you can't make this stuff up. It's impossible to do. Well, again, they gave
0: Obama the Nobel Prize, yeah. the peace prize, and he's a murderous bastard who uh, right after he gets the peace prize, it's bombs away. He has a troop surge in uh, in Afghanistan. I want that guy Qaddafi out of there. Overthrows the government of Libya, the richest country in Africa, where the people had more rights and benefits than most of the world, and destroyed S- Syria. So I'm just saying, what, it, what it's a, we have mentally deranged people in charge. That's Absolutely. all I want to
1: make the point. Oh, they're ultimately they're being run by madmen, madmen, mad men, mad, mad, mad women who have their own self-interest in mind and they're destroying the people. And this is all of this is by is by design. It's on purpose. I mean, they're pressuring the people. It's going to get worse. I, I think uh, I've been telling people this for I don't know how long it's going to get worse. Oh, you're wrong, Greg. You're wrong. Oh, it keeps getting worse. And I don't think we've seen anything yet. Not even close, Not even close, because I think. The inevitable implosion here in the debt market, going back to that, is a setup. I think they're doing this by design. They need a humongous outcry so they can issue in a new system, and people w- won't accept it without a major outcry. Right now, what are they doing? They're making people dependent on it, slaves to the system. Um, the more people they make slaves to the system and dependent on it, the easier it is for them to do whatever they want to yep. do. Yep, and that is getting uh, it's getting progressively worse here. I and agree it, by design, unfortunately, and uh, it's just. I, I I don't I think honestly, Gerald, that we could be very very close, very very close to something right now, unless some some well, intervention know, directly happens.
0: October is October is the month of the market crashes. You know that's mm-hmm. how I made my when I first made my name. By the way, mm-hmm. I I I, uh, I call the nineteen eighty seven stock market crash. Those <laughs> days used to send out press releases, and we sent out five thousand of them in January, and we said this is the year we'd all, all fall apart. And one of the reasons was Reagan was losing his popularity. Hmm. And huh. uh, markets were artificially propped up, of course, yeah. as they always are. Yeah. But going back to the uh, interest rates, hmm. I, I have a hunch. I don't think they're going I think they're only going to raise them between, I'm going to say, 50 basis points. They meet on um, November 1st and 2nd, hmm. and come out on the 2nd, the Wednesday – yeah. Because the eighth is election day, hmm. interesting. And, and they're gonna if they boost the markets up, the people will think that wow, wow, wow. They'll have a positive vibe out there. So they may because the Fed and the and Washington, it's you know it, it's in bed. It it yeah, it's one one big club, and you ain't in it. Yep. And as George Carlin used to say, yep. so that's I think okay. they may not raise interest rates that dramatically. I, that's just
1: a hunch. It's possible. It, it's it, we'll see. You know, look, that's what they're going to do. They're going to start to, and I said this maybe a week or two ago, I started telling people, watch what they're going to do. They're going to start changing the narrative and tell you that food inflation is getting better. Things are getting better. You know, try to shape people's minds, whether it's true or not, doesn't matter. They're going to no. tell people these things. And then, oh wait, people are going to, well, hold on a minute. That's not what I'm saying, but it must be true because that's what they're telling me. You know, it's always the same story. Oh, they, the they, people buy it. Yeah. They buy
0: it. it. Yeah. They, they, they I'm a Yankee doodle dandy, Yankee doodle door dies, but going on forever, Yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the COVID war, I'm fighting the COVID war. I mean, they swallow the crap that they, Unreal. Yeah. yeah, and then they hate you for not swallowing the crap that they swallow.
1: Absolutely. You tell people, you want to make people hate you, tell them the truth, yeah. tell people the truth and they're going to hate your gods for it. So thank you very much. Any suggestions you give before we leave? Any suggestions that you would like to give the listeners? You know, just be ready. Always have the high ground. And I think right now people need to be aware. Raise your awareness. Pay attention to Gerald's work. Please pay attention to mine as well. Um, Start forming those alliances with like-minded people, like I've been saying, and just be ready. Be ready for anything and anything with, with the situation. It's just out of control. Well, what I say is that prepare for the worst.
0: If the worst doesn't happen, you've lost nothing. Exactly. It's just so simple, right? Always. If if the worst happens and you're not prepared, you could lose everything. Again, to me, why keep your money in the bank? And this inflation is real. Mike, could you get that newspaper right over there on that table? It says Kennedy on it, on the front. It's a, a, uh, I just found this. Hmm. I was cleaning, yeah, I was cleaning some stuff up. Wait till you see this. This is the Daily News. The Daily News in New York used to be a big newspaper. Ready? Yeah. Saturday, November 23rd, 1963. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That's too much. Look at that. You know how much this is? Yeah, I see that. Five cents. Five cents of the paper. I'm making the point of when they talk about inflation. Yeah, the toilet paper record, the New York Times, is three dollars a day. Mm. The Wall Street Journal, five dollars a day. Yeah, that's incredible. Five, cents. five cents. When I was a kid, a slice of pizza and a soda was twenty-five cents.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. So the inflation is dramatic. You yeah. see the housing prices. You know, when I first moved to Rhinebeck in 1979, oh, in 1980, uh, 79, but in 84, I bought 38 acres and an old house on it that had, was, had to redo the whole thing. You ready? $28,000. Yeah. you People could argue that we have hyperinflation now. I mean, you yeah, could I make the argument we have hyperinflation yeah. and it's going to get worse in a lot of different areas, particularly when the winter comes. And thanks to the stupid sanctions they put on Russia, it's and particularly if you're in Europe, it's making a very bad situation dangerous. Yeah. So again, as we, we recommend, I recommend as, as does Gregory that prepare for the worst. Yeah. And I believe there's going to be, we are going to go through the worst socioeconomic and geopolitical crisis in modern history.
1: We are so on the same page; it's unbelievable because I believe the same thing. So, thank you all for tuning in. And where do they go to get your information? Right to my website,
0: traderschoice.net. Traders' choice, and he's the trader, and that's your choice. Thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. And thanks, remember, you, every week you could read Gregory's articles in the Trends Journal. Thank you. Thank you, Joe.